0: Welcome to Really Cool Stuff for the Home podcast, sponsored by HomeWorks. And now with today's show on all the ways to improve your home, is your host, Denise Sanchez.
1: Hello, everybody. This is Denise Sanchez from HomeWorks, Really Cool Stuff for the Home, where we'd love to bring your products so that we can make your homework better for you. And we've been talking with Jeff Pellucci, the National Sales Manager from Mila, for about the last three or four, uh, weekly podcasts. And he has, um, uh, uh, he's uh, said that he's going to come back and he's going to talk to us again. And he wants to talk about wine refrigeration. Because here's what happened last week. We were talking about their refrigeration. There was so much to talk about, we did not get to a certain category of their built-in refrigeration and undercounter offerings. And that's wine. Um, the, preserv- ver- the preservation and storing of wine. So we're going to talk about that today. But before we do, Jeff, you have a new screen behind you. And I love it. What's up with that? What, what, where did that come from? Or are you there? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I'm actually standing in the middle of the road. No, it's, um, it's a picture that I took last weekend on the, when I'm not uh, working, I, I cycle, I'm a cyclist. And wow. so I was riding this route. This is in Tucson, Arizona. And this was a, um, it was so beautiful that I had to take the shot. It is beautiful. The look in front of me and behind yeah. me is exactly the same. It was a 62-mile ride. It was just awesome.
1: Wow, I'm impressed. I had no idea. No idea that you did things like that. I thought I knew yeah. everything about you. Okay. <laughs> so we were talking last week about the offerings of the refrigeration products that Mila did. Um They're amazing. They're the only ones in the market that have that self-cleaning condenser that is pure genius. You know, it extends the life of the refrigeration, uh, also the energy efficiency of it. Plus, we don't have to get back there and vacuum it. That's pretty cool. But there's also the category of wine refrigeration. And I think Mila has something to offer, which is just phenomenal when it comes to wine. And I'd love, love, love for you to expand on the sommelier kits. I did say that right, right, sommelier? <laughs> <laughs>
0: sommelier, yes, <Okay>. sommelier.
1: <laughs> so, and and then you, you you really have to appreciate wine and understand uh, the preservation of wine and what it takes. So, Jeff, I wanted you to talk about that. What are the things that we're trying to do with the Miller Wine Refrigeration or any company to try to protect wine? What are those features?
0: Well, you know, it's interesting. Well, let's break this into two discussions because there's the storage and preservation mm-hmm. of wine. Mm-hmm. And then there is the process of tempering wine. Now, tempering wine is when you're getting the wine ready to drink. Let's right. discuss that separately. Um, the first thing you want to do is preserve the wine. And um, I'm sure you, you've you seen what they call subterranean wine vaults, which is where you have the wine room is below ground. Right, right like soil, a Napa ground. Valley. Yep, and the reason that they do that is because, number one, it tends to maintain a very steady temperature, mm-hmm. a very steady humidity, and it tends to limit vibration from any source, either walking, driving by, sound, TV, mm-hmm. stereos, things like that, because one of the worst things you can do to wine is to um, let the bottles experience even minute vibration during storage because uh, any type of sound vibration or tactile vibration can prematurely age the wine And all of a sudden, a sweet wine can taste like vinegar.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. It
0: it, it just prematurely Mm -hmm. ages. So you want to, number one, limit, if not completely, eliminate exposure to vibration. The second thing you want to do, since there are a lot of natural corks out there, you want to make sure that the humidity level is not only properly concentrated, but it's not so high that it grows mold, Mm -hmm. but not so low that it, it allows the cork to dry out, and it loses its seal. Mm-hmm. And the last thing you want to do is protect it from any type of ultraviolet or infrared light. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, as a matter of fact, that's why a lot of wine bottles are dark. It's to help prevent exposure of the wine to even light in the grocery store. Oh, so, that's
1: interesting. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: So you want to protect mm-hmm. it from light as well. If you can store it at the right temperature, mm-hmm. the right humidity, mm-hmm. minimize or eliminate vibration, and reduce or eliminate the exposure to infrared or ultraviolet light, your wine will last essentially forever.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and then when we're talking about tempering wine, let's talk about that separately.
0: (laughs) Okay, so tempering it is getting it ready to to drink. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that may sound a little bit um, weird. Uh, You know, people are out there probably thinking, well, you just pop the cork and Mm -hmm. pour it in the glass. No. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Believe it or not, uh, drinking wine... Okay, I'm really going to get into it. Drinking wine—that's what I want.
1: I want you to get into it.
0: (laughs) Okay, drinking wine in the wrong at the wrong temperature, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and believe it or not, in the wrong glass. Oh yes, uh, actually changes the taste Mm -hmm. of the wine.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, For example, you know, reds are generally uh, consumed at around sixty to sixty-four degrees Mm -hmm. because that's that's the temperature at which. Uh, the grapes bouquet properly, and you could actually taste the wine the way it's supposed to be tasted. There are some crazy radicals out there right now online that are, are touting drinking red wines at 57 degrees. They are radicals, absolutely <laughs> radicals. I mean, they should be in prison somewhere. You should never drink wine at 57. And oh, then, there are, then there are the white varieties of mm-hmm. grape where uh, you're really going to drink those in the mid, really the mid 40s. Mm-hmm. I mean, low to mid 40s. Sometimes you get up into 46, 47, but really 43 to 46 is where you're going to drink those. Mm-hmm. And that's actually where they taste good. Right. Like if you drank a white wine at 63 degrees, it would taste sour. Mm-hmm. And if you drank a red wine at 42, it would, it would taste like just cold water with a slight aftertaste. Mm-hmm. So there are temperatures that you want to get the wine and the bottle and the decanter and the glass to all the same temperature where that grape bouquets properly, and it literally changes the taste of the wine. It, it's an astonishing thing, but it really does.
1: You know, I uh, we I sell Rito stemware, and that's oh, yeah. um, a very very good stemware. And and they also it's made in Germany, and they also make a a type of wine glass for every type of wine you can imagine. Wines I never even heard of, and. Mm-hmm. And it makes a difference. So my, I sell them. So my guys, you know, they would sell maybe the red wine, the, you know, the, the typical white wine. They would never go in more than that. And so we had a wine tasting to show them how it made such a difference. So So we took, we took some wine and we put it in like a regular, everyday uh, stemware, right? And then we put it in a red plastic cup. Talk about awful. And then we put it in an appropriate um, stemware, you know, for that type of wine. And even my guys, who were not really wine drinkers, they were beer drinkers or, you know, whiskey, whatever, they noticed a huge difference. It does make a difference. And the temperature, along with uh, the, the correct stemware, the correct, you know, uh, vessel, it, it does make a difference. Also, you know, aeration. Like we were talking, you were saying you should open your red wines about an hour before um, yeah. you're going to drink them, right? So that it gets the proper aeration.
0: Yeah, you want the wine to to warm up to the right temperature, mm-hmm. and you want the wine to breathe.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, and, it,
0: and and the glass. You know, a lot of the things with red wine. You want when it comes to red wine, you actually want your nose. Mm-hmm. to be in the glass. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But with white wine you don't. So yeah. there there's the, the the shape of the glass, the shape of the rim mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. actually determines how you taste it, smell it, and where the wine hits your tongue. Mm-hmm. And it, it changes everything. And if you can get all of that lined up, the bottle, the wine, the decanter, the aeration, and the glass mm-hmm. all aligned for that wine, mm-hmm. it it is like two completely different wines being tasted it, it's just awesome if you do it correctly and that's exactly how we designed the sommelier set in our wine store oh units. yes I'm glad you're all of those to stars yeah.
1: talk about that because that is uh, what their sommelier kit you can buy their regular wine grottos either the full size or the under counter um grottos but on some of the models they actually have a sommelier kit expand on that what it what it is
0: well, uh, first of all, just to make sure that everybody understands, a, a sommelier, if you ever go to a really nice restaurant, the sommelier is the is the wine advisor, the wine expert. And, you know, some people kind of uh, think that is, um, you know, below, say, a server. I, it's actually above a server. Oh, and the, yes. The, oh, absolutely. Because and it's they hard to, know, to get that rating. It's very difficult. They have to know every wine and what it goes with on the menu so that, that the amount of knowledge that they have to walk around with is astonishing. But when they go around to a table and they advise pairings,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? So if you're having the salmon, right? Mm-hmm. If you're having the prime rib, if you're having the fillet, they will advise wines that will complement that particular food, and they're very accurate because if you, I know, okay, really want to get into it. If you have the wrong <laughs> wine with the wrong food, mm-hmm. it actually tastes it actually tastes bad.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So when you get into a wine storage unit, the sommelier is not a human, it is an apparatus. And the apparatus is this uh, central part that uh, gives uh, separate access to a corked bottle, a decanter uh, sitting on thick Mm -hmm. felt Mm -hmm. so it's not scratched.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, It is also an apparatus that allows the wine glass to be put upside down hanging from its stem on again on um, on felt, but all of that is surrounded by wood. There's no metal associated mm-hmm. with whatsoever. So because wood doesn't carry vibration, mm-hmm. so it's all designed to let everything sit in the proper temperature for that grape, and get literally the the bottle, the decanter, and the glass all lined up. And when you pour that wine and taste it, it is a it it it, it makes the wine taste like it's supposed to, and it maximizes. The enjoyment and experience of that wine.
1: Yeah, because now with you know, especially with us staying in more, we're enjoying the finer things, you know, at home more, like our wine tastings. It's nice having that sommelier kit because now you've got not only a better experience, the ambiance. Because that's one thing about wine. I love the ambiance aspects of it. You know, the the shape of the wine glasses. Don't put it in a paper cup or plastic cup. You know, I like. I don't like. I'm not a fan of the twist off. want to see a cork you know i like all that ambiance and and that sommelier does a really really neat job and now if you are into wine tastings like so many of us are you're seeing that becoming more and more popular how nice to have that because it's really visual very very beautiful
0: it is as a matter of fact i'm glad you said that because um you'll never find a wine storage unit without a glass door right because one of the most um attractive things about a wine storage unit is seeing the bottles exactly. So, for mm-hmm. example, having the ability to change the lighting mm-hmm. inside the unit, mm-hmm. so you know when you're looking through your kitchen, you see your bottles beautifully illuminated mm-hmm. uh, inside the unit mm-hmm. is, is very nice as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, you're right. You're right. That that ambiance, that total mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. of you know of of taking the cork out of the bottle, just hearing that pop.
1: Yes. And yes. The cork,
0: it's an. The whole mm-hmm. thing is an experience. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so the, the sommelier set really does maximize mm. the total experience. And, you know, it doesn't even have to be an expensive bottle of wine. No, it could no. be a, a 15 to $20 bottle of wine, mm. and yet you're still maximizing that experience. Exactly. It does make a difference.
1: Especially if you have everything going with it. Like you said, the right decanter, the right stemware, the right temperature, yeah. you're gonna yep. enhance that experience. That's for sure. And some of the other neat features that I love about Mila's Wine Grottos. Okay, this is pretty big. So you know how you always have the slats and you put your wine bottles in there, right? Well, it's always this happens to me all the time. It's either too small to <laughs> hold my right, or it's too big. Yep. So yep. with theirs, you're able to take the slats out and adjust them. Can you talk about how they do that? Because that is really neat.
0: Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, that kind of goes hand in hand with um, every single shelf is made of solid beech wood. Mm-hmm. So even the frame is made of beech wood. This, this prevents vibration from hitting the wine bottle, right? Mm-hmm. So the individual ribs are actually removable and replaceable. You can, and they, and the, the notches between them are less than a quarter inch. So you can, you can adjust those ribs to be uh, farther apart or closer together. Mm-hmm. You can even angle them, whatever way you want, so that a bottle, say it's a Magnum or a Bordeaux bottle, or even a smaller, you know, sample of wine. Mm-hmm, right. You can you can have every shelf hold an entire array of bottle sizes because you can allow bigger bottles to sit lower in the mm-hmm. shelf by simply moving the slats farther apart or put them closer together so that tiny bottle will lay on there as well. I mean what it really does is it opens up the wine storage unit for any variety of bottle mm-hmm. in pretty much any position you want it's really unique
1: it is and then another neat thing i like is that you know you'll move your bottles around from time to time maybe even when you're just serving maybe you want to hide the ones that you don't want your friends to drink but you want to kind of uh put on display the ones that you want to drink they have this magnetic chalkboard that that's this, the uh, the width of the shelf that you can pop yes. off and you can write on chalk with it and then you can race it later on so you can say on one shelf this is mine don't touch <laughs> or you know or or maybe gift bottles or just the type of wine i think that that is very very clever
0: yeah it even comes with a chalk pencil yes. um yeah mm-hmm. the, um, the the whole idea believe it or not <clears throat> even though i I think I kind of like your approach better. The uh, but the the original design intent was to minimize the need to open up the door and pull out every shelf mm-hmm. looking for your wine, mm-hmm. because what you're doing is you are unnecessarily moving the wine. wine. Oh, that's clever. You don't want to move the wine, <laughs> exactly. so you can just write. You know, yeah. here's here's my my merlot that I'm looking for. You mm-hmm. just write it on the shelf. You look through the glass door. Oh, there it is. Open up the door, Mm -hmm. pull one shelf, one wine, put it back, and you're good. Mm -hmm. So it, it minimizes movement.
1: And and then we have several offerings. So what I love is that you have a 24-inch wide by 84-inch tall built-in piece. You mm-hmm. can do a wood frame around it on glass, or you can do the stainless steel. You also can put two of them together to have like yep. a French door. It looks like one unit. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of cool. So then they have another one that's the 84 by 24 that does not come with the sommelier kit. Um, yeah. So if you just don't think that's, you know your cup of tea or you never would use that then you would have the one without it but then they have another um couple of offers, offerings where they're under counter so yep. they have a dual zone uh, and then they have a single zone with the sommelier kit can you talk about those offerings
0: yeah as a matter of fact the um the zones themselves that the 84 inch units have three zones mm-hmm. the under counter units have either one or two zones mm-hmm. And if you get the two zone, you can get a sommelier kit. A mm-hmm. so oh, one zone. Even, even one. in another, I'm sorry, one zone. One zone. You can get yeah. an under counter mm-hmm. one zone with a sommelier yeah. mm-hmm. and then put bottles underneath it if you want to. Mm-hmm. But the whole idea is that the zones are there for you to, um, for lack of a better word, dial in that zone for whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. For example, if you had the uh, one of the three zone full heights, A lot of times what people do is they'll use the bottom zone because it's got an extra row Mm -hmm, in the bottom mm -hmm. zone. They'll use the bottom zone for storage of everything. So they'll have their whites, they'll have their reds, they'll have their pinks, they'll have their champagnes. Mm -hmm. Everything is stored in one temperature. And that's actually accurate because Mm -hmm. in a wine storage vault, everything is stored at one temperature, okay? Mm -hmm. It's when you go to drink it Mm -hmm. that it has to be put in a different temperature, Mm -hmm. either cooler or warmer. Mm -hmm. So they'll use the middle zone as a kind of like full-time tempering of one variety, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and then the top zone as another full-time tempering of another. Mm -hmm. And you can do the same thing in the under counters. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a matter of, you know, if you entertain a lot, I mean these these things will hold a hundred and you know a hundred and three bottles mm-hmm. depending on the diameter of the bottle. So you can you know the wine in there can cost a lot more than the entire oh, unit.
1: Exactly. Right? In fact, so you know I had one gentleman that I was talking to. I thought that he was um, kind of a. a concerned about the price he said no he goes i have one bottle that's worth ten thousand dollars that's not it i just want to make sure that this is going to take care of my you know my issues and and take care of my wine
0: yeah as a matter of fact um somebody like him he would love the sommelier set but oh yeah
1: even if even
0: if he got the uh the three zone without the sommelier Mm -hmm. You can still use those zones to temper. It's just that there's no place to put glasses right. or a decanter, mm-hmm. you know. And you remember the um, the sommelier even has those pull out pocket drawers. I know
1: that's so awesome.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean people love to store the corkscrew mm-hmm. in there, right. the pencil in there. Mm-hmm. Even people like to s- save
1: corks. Mm-hmm. That would so be me. <laughs> i have a huge basket of (laughs) course so you can do anything in there yeah i don't know what i'm going to do with him but (laughs) i I I
0: honestly don't understand that but there's a lot of people
1: that collect i do i know one day i'll find something crafty to do with it my granddaughter (laughs) says mimi you sure do drink a lot of wine (laughs) i said no i got a lot of friends that help me out but yeah mimi drinks a lot of wine
0: blame it on your friends absolutely (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so, um, on the under counters, what I also think is kind of neat, and on the, the built-ins as well, is that on the under counters, there's no handle, although they did come out with a new model, didn't they? With a stainless steel door and a handle. Uh, it's you.
0: almost here. Yes. Okay,
1: okay, but it's black glass. It's beautiful, and you just touch the door, and it opens up. Now, yeah. if someone was to touch it accidentally, it would close by itself unless you yeah. pulled it all the way open. I think yeah. that's really cool. But talk about how on the full size door, full size uh, built-ins. Say you have a whole bunch of wine bottles, you know, that you're trying to help with your friends. T- tell yeah. me what that could do.
0: <laughs> so, so if you were carrying all those wine bottles that your Friends are going to drink. All you have to do is just nudge the door, and the opening mechanism will break the seal. Push the door open a few inches, and then you can you can get your elbow around it. And the door is counterbalanced, so then it just opens up very very freely, Mm -hmm. and you have access to everything. If you bump into it accidentally, it does close itself. Mm -hmm. Um, you can, with, by the way, this is perfect for handleless kitchens. Yes. Which, perfect. Is, which is becoming popular. Mm-hmm. But you can also, you can also set it for pull to open, mm-hmm. not just push to open. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. instead of pushing it and waiting for it to, to push itself open, you can, you can literally just pull the handle slightly and it, it pushes again for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So it's one motion instead of two. So there's all kinds of ways that you can dial that unit in. You can even adjust each zone's lighting Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you can even adjust each zone's temperature and humidity so you know with the new electronics you can adjust all of those things and just dial it into exactly what you want it to do and since you don't ever have to vacuum Mm -hmm. the condenser coils you don't have to worry about it failing and you losing twenty thousand dollars worth of wine.
1: Exactly, and that could happen very easily, very easily. Yes, absolutely. and and also to what's the deal with the Wi-Fi? Don't they have a Wi-Fi mechanism that that will uh, you can set up to your alarm system?
0: Yep, yep, absolutely. So uh, with the wine system, you can actually download the app on your phone or your tablet or whatever, and you can set up the system to alarm you if something goes wrong if one of the one of the zones warms up. Uh Um, You can actually uh, tell a zone, okay, I know you're in storage mode now. Now I want you to temper, Uh right? And I want you to temper red. Uh Or Uh I want you to be at 62 instead of 53 Uh because those five bottles in there, I'm going to be drinking them this evening. Uh So let's go ahead and get you tempering at the right temperature. Uh I mean, it's, it's essentially being at the unit. Without being at the right,
1: right. And I can see someone that travels a lot. That would be really important. If they have their, you know, wine, you know, um, being protected and they would want to know, like, maybe the electricity went off. You know, there was some kind of a, of an emergency, you know, hurricane or whatever. So you'd have your next door neighbor be able to go in and get all the wine so they can drink it before it goes bad. All $20,000 worth of wine. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can see that. I wouldn't be that neighbor. (laughs) Now... (laughs)
0: another another you're such a giver you're such a giver that's amazing
1: (laughs) okay seriously okay so now there is a new model that you all debuted at the kitchen and bath show in las vegas last year and that model um is like the 84 inch tall built-in but it's two zones and it's a little bit shorter and it is a fabulous price point can you talk about that one
0: yeah, it's actually less than half of the uh, price point of our normal ones. Um, it is a two-zone, not a three-zone, but it actually shares the exact same cooling system. So it shares the DynaCool system with our master cool. This, the one you're talking about is in the perfect cool division, mm-hmm. and um, it manages humidity the same way. It's controllable in the same way. Um, it has a sommelier set as well. It, The sommelier set in that system is not – it doesn't move. It comes out in one piece instead mm-hmm. of three. Oh,
1: I didn't realize that.
0: You, yeah, it comes out of one mm-hmm. piece instead of three. But it's essentially um, the same thing. It just doesn't have three zones. Mm-hmm. But it, it is a magnificent – it's a great way to get that type of performance for a, a, a significantly less price. Oh, my gosh. Really, part of the reason for that is because the cooling system is, is located more on the back than mm-hmm. the bottom. Mm-hmm. So the condenser coils are on the back, not the bottom.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's ju- it just needs a little bit more air ventilation in the back.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: um, but that's why, you know, it's freestanding. You can build it in. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I didn't uh, realize it was freestanding. It it's freestanding as well? I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Okay, that's yeah. a whole new thing for me. Okay. Yeah. So And it also isn't a push to open, correct?
0: It does not, no.
1: Okay. But – it is a very attractive price point. Oh, it's fantastic. Yes, yeah. Yes. And I think it's right about 69 inches tall, right? 69 inches tall.
0: I believe that is 69 and three quarters. Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. So that is pretty neat. That's, that's, and you're always coming out with something more and more and more. And oh, yeah. it, are there any secrets to be had for this year's Kitchen and Bass show that you're going to be debuting that you want to let my audience know? Uh, nope.
0: Well, KBIS is next week. Yes. So... Um, I I I it's just, I, can't say. <laughs> I can't come so on. I can't say all I can say is uh, you should come to the Mila booth. It'll be worth your time.
1: Uh, okay, <laughs> every year it's always been something amazing that Mila has debuted. Really has it, been. So, so I'll be there.
0: I'll be there all week. I promise. <laughs> you'll you'll be worth your time.
1: So what else can we tell our listening audience that I have missed out on on the wine grottos that would be important. Honestly.
0: Honestly, Denise, I think the biggest thing people miss with wine is that, I mean, I think more and more people are are learning to enjoy wine, mm-hmm. uh, not just enjoy wine, but enjoy it correctly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know that, that wine tasting that you held? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You remember the expression on people's faces when they actually tasted the wine mm-hmm. correctly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like a it was like a completely different wine. Like an
1: epiphany, right? It's like, yeah. oh I my mean, gosh, I, what was I missing? I,
0: I yeah, I mm-hmm. I have been to those and I can tell you um the uh the one that shocked me the most was brandy. Mm-hmm. Uh a brandy tasting in the right glass at mm-hmm. the right temperature versus not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um but because so many more people are getting into um not necessarily the really cachet expensive wines.
1: No, yeah, it doesn't but- necessarily
0: it doesn't have to be. Just mm. very, very good value, mm-hmm. medium-priced wines, anywhere from, you know, say 15 to $50, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Making sure that you can reliably and repeatedly and consistently um, temper them and serve them mm-hmm. correctly, uh, it, it increases your appreciation for the wine that you're buying no matter what price you pay. hmm And this is such a big deal. And so more and more people are looking at wine storage units and this concept of a sommelier in a restaurant or a sommelier in a wine storage unit because it really does make a difference. It's not hype. It's not a gimmick. It's not a joke. It's not a game. It actually makes a wine that's good into a totally different, wow, this is unbelievable experience. I, I cannot impress upon... This audience, enough how preparing the wine properly to consume is just as important as preparing a steak properly. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people get intimidated because of all the the wine snobs and the very expensive wines. They think, that, you know, or you go into a restaurant, a nice restaurant let's say, and then you're just intimidated about, you know, asking questions. Okay, what's a decent wine for a decent price? <laughs> you know, I don't want right. to spend 200 bucks on a on a, on a bottle. How about, right. you know, maybe 20 bucks on a on a glass? <laughs> You know, what do you got? Yeah, And just ask because yep. the information is there and enjoy wine because I have, you know, when I was younger, I think apple wine, you know, that kind of, was, you know, or, or Zinfandel wine, which I can't stand now. But, right. um, you know, I like the red wines. I mean, I've you it's you you start to develop a taste, you know, uh, it's yeah. you, your palate gets my, more sophisticated, let's say
0: well, my, my, my palate has definitely changed. Right. I mean, when I was younger, uh, when, I, Boone's Farm. when I was younger, Zinfandel's and rosés yeah. the Oh yeah,
1: and now I can't and, stand uh, it.
0: And now, I now they're really too sweet yeah. for me. Uh-huh. And uh, so now, um, I have definitely—I mean, my palate has refined, mm-hmm. and I can tell you, I'm—I definitely are much more into your your red varieties. Mm-hmm.
1: Me too. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: I won't mm-hmm. go. I won't go all the way to them or low. They're a little bit too dry for me. Mm-hmm. But um, but I'll I'll go close to it. But I I got to tell you. A lot of that had to do with learning how to properly prepare the wine. Right. And, of course, that involves learning how to properly store wine. Right. Mm-hmm. And what can ruin wine
2: mm-hmm.
0: when you think it's sitting still?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then all of a sudden you take the bottle out and you pop the cork and it's it mm-hmm. doesn't taste mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. It's not that the wine is bad. It's that it changed while you were storing it mm-hmm. because of exposure to light or mm-hmm. vibration or... You know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. So just understanding us the yeah. slightest little bit mm-hmm. can make all the difference in what you experience. People walk into total wine and mm-hmm. freak out. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. If they see this warehouse full of wines they have no idea where to even begin. And that's why what you said earlier is so appropriate. Just get one of the salespeople and start asking yeah, exactly. questions. Exactly. They mm-hmm. will make it they will make it so easy. Uh and you'll end up uh, with a true appreciation. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, there's nothing more relaxing. Then the right wine at the right time, consumed in the right way, it, it's it, it's a game changer for a bad day.
1: <laughs> exactly, and I've had lots of those. <laughs> in fact, I was having one of those when I came in here. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. You it's know, been a I was day. riding
0: this road last weekend,
1: I had a glass of wine in my hand. It was great. It was no way. You're so crazy. Well, guess what? We are out of time again, it Jeff. Not cannot be. I don't know how There's you amazing. managed to do this, but you are so oh informative God. and so no- you're so knowledgeable, but you make it so interesting and so fun. I oh, just so appreciate everything that you do for us.
2: Well, and- I love being
1: and again, you can go to, uh, to MilaUSA.com. They have a great website, website. You can go on to the wines, but don't click on the individual, um, uh, pieces go to that discover more because it has videos and more information you'll learn a lot or you can come into my store where i have all of those pieces in my store live with wine bottles that once in a while i do take out when one of those bad days (laughs) i'm
0: glad to know that i can call you if my system ever fails because you're gonna come over and help me drink all oh, this wine.
1: I will be glad to do that. You can <laughs> count on me. That's for sure. But and and then as always, we bring you wonderful products like these products we're talking about today, the Mila wine grottos, because we're going to make your homework work better for you. Thank you very much. And Jeff, I hope to see you real soon again. And you're always so much fun. Thank you very, very much. Thank you, Denise, for having <laughs> Bye-bye. me. Bye bye.